Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week, we are concluding our series of Triniton. Once again, I want to thank Christian Allen for hiring us to make a beautiful wreck of the wonderful game that is Triniton. If you want to learn more about the ultralight and easily accessible Triniton, head over to triniton.se. That's T-R-I-N-I-T-O-N dot S as in Sam, E as in Edward. I want to give another huge thank you to our guests, Jeff and John from the System Mastery Podcast. If you like a variety of role-playing games like me and you're interested in what older designs used to be like, head over to systemmasterypodcast.com where they find the oldest and strangest role-playing games to read and review for your enjoyment. And another huge thank you to John Rogers, who, in between show-running projects like The Librarians and the upcoming television adaptation of The King Killer Chronicles, listens to Campaign, which puts his nerd cred in the stratosphere. Before we get to this week's episode, I want to take a quick moment to thank our backers on Patreon. Episodes like this one are possible thanks in large part to backers like you. It's hard to justify taking the time off my day job to go do something like record in LA. However, thanks to our supporters, I was able to bring you this episode with an amazing cast. If you'd like to hear more episodes like this one with big name guests, please consider contributing to us a small amount each month through Patreon. Those contributions help us provide higher quality episodes, expand the scope of shows that we're able to offer, and support ourselves to hopefully one day make One Shot our primary source of employment. Thanks again to all of our Patreon backers for making what we do possible. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. So with, with, with that, you guys have teleported past, or, or you, you guys have teleported this thing in the wall, created a giant meaty mess on the ground now at Arby's, and there is some sort of commotion. They're exiting uh, the interior of the fortress. There are some people inspecting to see what happened. If there is a time where it is possible to sneak in there undetected, it is now. The time is now, gentlemen. All right, let's uh, go. Let's get over there. I'll teleport one of us beyond the wall so we can open. Well, no, because opening up the gates would be visible. Let's just go over by tree. Yeah, we we. I mean, we were already able to go up to the top of the wall and yeah. look over. So, yep. Uh, so climbing up and getting on there safely that will call for a roll. Will it? Because my multiphasic boots. Oh, you've got multiphasic boots, so you can right just wall painstakingly want. carry each member of the I, party. Up I the can't wall. take life anymore. He says, shooting himself with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's cradle up here, guys. Let's do this. Let's. Uh, uh, geez, these boots are really <laughs> made. So for it's really walking. just Zardoz that you're carrying <laughs> up the wall. Well, that and Brefty and poverty and and yeah, well, they They're tied up. But they're my I'm, pets. I'm, I'm kidding. So it's fine. Fine. I just get to cradle in his arms. <laughs> and is, I is there any way you can wear something besides the, always just the just the jock strap with the straps? Can we get you a shirt or anything there? <laughs> you, you are pretty heavily dressed there. Well, you know. Oh, wait, aren't you wearing a red diaper and leather straps? Didn't we put that together? In fact, he's easy to carry. He's like he's built like a backpack. Exactly. Just, you just toss me on your back and up you go. There's a yeah. lot of body hair involved. Yeah, no, though. that's oh, and also the, really the easiest way not to go off balance is to snuggie him up on my front. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Fair. All right. 
All right. So you managed to get on top of the wall. You can see um, some very obviously human guards that are not acting erratically in any way, uh, inspecting the media explosion on the ground. So you, you know that this place is staffed. But there are sort of gates, concentric gates that are around one another, uh, leading towards an interior tower um, where most of uh, the people are coming from. Well, they're busy with the meaty mess, yeah. so let's let's at Do, least get past them. Does it look like, I'm sorry, does it look the concentric yards, basically? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, are they concentric buildings so we can't see into them, or does it look like concentric yards? Like this? So, yeah, it's like yards, there will be another gate that you come up yeah. to. Are there buildings like, in there? Are there buildings within the... Uh, they are thicker gates, so it's like there's clearly an interior area here, but then it leads to another open yard. Did area. the notes that I got from Sydney say anything more complicated than this keep? Do they actually tell me which building i need yes, to go to yes it says it says uh in the heart of the tower is where it's described to sit uh it's it's a rough map okay but yeah you you do know that it is inside that tower you know what i'm thinking rather than trying to sneak past all these walls because that's going to be boring and repetitive is now that we're past the exterior security we could probably claim to be visitors doing business and just get escorted through all these business walls Ooh, oh man business, business walls man. Yeah, legitimate businessman. Salaryman. Yeah. I look like a legitimate businessman. <laughs> yeah, I can gather up my ridiculous feathered hair into a ponytail. Obviously. Yeah, and, you know, like all people living on Libertarian Paradise Arbez, I do own glasses I can wear so I can look all businessy. And you're doing coke. <laughs> Don, stop. I'm glad you noticed that is very observant of you. Yeah, I know. Incidentally, you want to help me take apart this typewriter? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. I'm just so sick of having to carry the typewriter. <laughs> Well, good, because we're going to take it apart and drag it in the woods. I know, exactly. And after that, I got more ideas. I know. <laughs> I always have to have something good to take apart when you're high. Otherwise, what things go bad. Oh, Look, boy. Here's the thing. You want to sell guns? This is a fortress. Let's claim that the Chow family has contracted us to sell them guns, and we have to get in to meet whoever we sell guns with. Yes, obviously. big brassy plans are kind of my you, thing. You might want a hood or a mask. I 100% endorse your plan. me. No, they may not, but... Wait, 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 wait. Any disguise? Give me the glasses. Yeah, I'll give him my glasses. Ooh. Oh, wow. He doesn't look That's even an entirely different similar. person. There you go. God, you look so nebbish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to also be constantly side-playing my guitar to cast a little hologram on him that makes him look like an 80s businessman. Just Ooh, a bit. Perfect. Just a little 80s. Just, just, a, just a little more 80s. It gives him a belt buckle that's a money sign. Yeah. All that stuff. He, right now, Skinny tie. Right now. Skinny tie. Other than that's looking the like, piano tie. Like, notorious, like a notorious space pirate, he looks like he wants to tear down the local community center, and he's just hoping that no one organizes a, like a singing competition or anything. Just a yeah. sprinkle of that There's heavy business. Talent show. Yeah, yeah, some heavy business on him. Just a sprinkle of Clint Howard's heavy business. Yes. <laughs> Yes, he, he is a villain in many feel-good movies right now. You've done a stellar job uh, making him up. Um, what, what do you two whoever as his can, assistants look like? Whoever can the Black Diamond run gets to decide the fate of the youth hostel. That makes no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to make sure, do my best to look like one of his hired goons. Okay. Hired and I, goon. of course, am going to get out my paper and pen and my abacus because I am your accountant. Wow. Wow, did not expect both of those items to be useful, yet here we are in the goddamn future, you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it happened. I made it happen. Oh, boy. 
All right. So uh, you now being in the interior gate uh, have gone past external security, have the option of making yourselves known to try and get escorted into the tower itself. I mean, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, a robotic hand uh, opens the door. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> slides the door open. Uh, who do I have the pleasure of speaking to? Uh, you are speaking to the uh, gun-selling consortium. We have been told to come here to arrange for more guns for the security of the Manticore Forest. Ah, um, uh, the Clive. gun consortium. I don't have you marked down until Thursday. Well, uh, luckily, an opening came up in the bagging network. Ah! They, uh, they had an extra bagger come in to try out, and he they doubled the capacity. It can be so troublesome during the holidays, everyone wanting to get bagged to see loved ones. <laughs> Thankfully, and, and Vance was there, so good old bagger Vance showed up. And... Yeah. Luckily, uh, as a result, we were able to increase our efficiency by 20% in our travel time, allowing us to arrive early and uh, do our business with... Uh, more efficiency uh, for both parties. How fortuitous as Fat Chow himself is inspecting today, he would be happy to meet with the gun consortium. Perhaps we can cut through some of the red tape that what? was restricting negotiations <laughs> earlier. I, I, cut through red... <laughs> I'm a hired goon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, uh, I think probably uh, rather than bother Fat Chow so vulnerable... So not aware of any danger or threat. That, that is how I would describe him at this very moment. He is at the heart of his fortress, the peak of vulnerability. He expects no threats to assail him in his comfortable ivory tower. Would you Why? say that he is currently perched in front of a roaring fire in a lofty armchair with one hand cradling a snifter of brandy and the other caressing the head of an of a, uh, attendant wolfhound? My word, you have done your intelligence well. Yes, that is exactly how Fat Chow spends his weekends. Yes, obviously, his wolfhound puppy Chow. No, 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 uh, no. I'm out. Well, we should uh, go into the interior of the fortress and meet with him. Obviously. Uh, I'm sure it is near... A secure facility, for example, where you keep the other guns or crystals or things that you keep here. Ah, yes, the crystal room. Uh, most meetings are held in the crystal room to remind any visitors of Fat Chow's power. Only appropriate. And as this is a very important piece of business, we should definitely get to that meeting as quickly as possible. Well... Let us not waste any more time talking about the security details of this tower and where valuables are kept, as well as the relative vulnerability of the person who controls it all. This way, gentlemen. Oh, uh, what's, your, what's your model number? What, what model number are you? I just want to make sure I don't get one. <laughs> it's a Securitron 5000. Uh, yeah, they got a bug. Yeah, all right. I've, I've run into this before. You got to pay for the 5050. You do. You do. You got to get the 5000S. If there's one thing you can say about this libertarian paradise is you get what you pay for. <laughs> hey, cheaped yeah. out. You know, he had, a, he had those guard zombies. He didn't feel like he needed a really good security robot. No, no the Securitron 5000 is nicknamed the Chatty Cathy. <laughs> it's really... <laughs> 
not what you want to get in a secure fortress. And the 550 is the silent cafe. <laughs> yeah. Welcome exactly. to welcome to Mandragora Cat, uh, uh, Keep. Here is a list of my owner's fears. <laughs> really don't want that. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Ah. Damn Kathy well, robot. I mean, how valuable is a list of your owner's fears? Because the top of that list for most people is bag travel. <laughs> So it's pretty obvious. <laughs> exactly. Um, you guys are ushered um, through the in more and more intense, the progressively guarded uh, gates uh, to the center of the keep, which is a magnificently appointed garden. Um, each uh, each flower has clearly been paid to bloom in this magnificent area outside of the tower itself. I will inform Fat Chow that uh, you gentlemen are ready to meet with him. Please feel free to enjoy this garden. Yes. It has all been prepaid. Um, well, that's very generous. That is unusually generous. That is a sign of his power and influence, and we respect it. <laughs> the chatty Cathy bot uh, walks into the tower and is gone for a brief period of time. You actually, kind of, you actually hear him as he goes through the door. Whoops, forgot to lock that. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking, I'll can... get it later. <laughs> oh, wait. When you see, when you see Fat Chow, I know him real well. Could you, could you tell him the entire rhyme of the Ancient Mariner? He'll, he'll know what it means. <laughs> Good stall. Nice. <laughs> That is another order that you're issuing this robot, so it's just going to roll. Oh my god, please don't kill me. (laughs) Not yet. You guys are really lucky. I think we're we're up to the point where it's statistically improbable how many times you haven't been murdered by robots. You should start adding a plus one to the roll. All right, so... What does this tower look like? I mean, we're going to try to... Because, look, here's here's our our problem. Let's assume we're not being overheard. Uh, Our problem is... I would like to kill Fat Chow. <laughs> I don't think but, that's our problem. No, no, no. Stay with me. Stay with me. We get in a room with Fat Chow. He shot me in the head. And as good as these glasses are, I don't think he's not going to know who I am. So uh, my plan would be kill Fat Chow, but I don't have a plan after that for getting the crystal and getting out of there. So I need us to put our heads together, figure out what order of things we want to do, which is get crystal, kill Fat Chow, escape. Get crystal, escape, wait for Fat Chow to chase us. Then I can't. look. Just help me out here. Uh, look at this point in my in my travels. I am a huge proponent of brawn teleportation. <laughs> we don't, but there's no bronze here in the in the. I haven't seen it. There's yeah, but there's one. There's, there's one a certain number of increments of twenty plus one d six feet from here. So are we saying that now that we've managed? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm... <laughs> All right, no good because wow. I mean. It would be easy for you guys to teleport. You just have to cause enough suffering to yourselves to cause enough trauma for your spirits to be put. Oh, wait, does my gun operate on the ring principle? That's amazing. (laughs) No, no, as it turns out, all travel does. Anyone can teleport on this planet. It's the amount of suffering and torment and agony. I mean, I think it's something that we've discovered in our society as well. You know, you you have to travel places by plane, and that always gets more and more unpleasant. Yeah, it only gets more unpleasant. It's like entropy. The difference between flying United and getting bagged is very thin at this point. (laughs) 
<laughs> if you told me like I had to fly out of O'Hare on United or I could go by bag well bagging, yeah, that would be that'd be a coin toss. I'm All not right. gonna lie to you. I'm gonna I'm just gonna from now on, whenever I shoot the gun, it's something that, that has pain receptors of any kind. It's like losing a fingernail. That's, yeah, because it's only twenty feet. It like yeah. it causes pain, Ow. but like a little bit of pain. We have put like more thought into the transit system of this setting <laughs> than the original designers of the setting have. Oh uh, boy! God even says the little death on the side of it. Man, yeah. I'm real glad I got that little detail in there. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, anyway, I am 100% on board with your plan to kill Fat Chow. You're, you are my bandmate, and he put a hole in your head, and I am not cool with that. Well, I appreciate it. All right, but, but we have to figure out a way to make sure we get the crystal. Well, aren't we? Are we in the crystal room? So you will be having the meeting in the crystal room, but we are not there. You're not there. Okay. Uh, the robot is going to come back once Fat Chow is ready to receive you. Ah, after okay. telling so means- him the entire Mariner's poem, <laughs> the entire rhyme of the ancient Mariner, <laughs> which gives us time right now to walk out and go find the crystal room. At which point, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say, set the building on fire. Maybe. I mean, all right. Well, let's search. We the don't building. need to not set the building on fire. There are no fire codes, so all buildings are (laughs) heavily flammable. Also, is this like a papyrus over a honeycomb lathe, (laughs) soaked with wax? Mostly make this wall like mostly full of polyester. (laughs) It's like this wall is stuffed with 1970s teddy bears. Like this is just and pajamas, children's pajamas. (laughs) The crystal room is adjacent to the oily rags room. (laughs) Hmm. One of these kerosene-soaked pinatas is doing lying around. No one's paid me to pick them up. <laughs> All right, so uh, since they're not paying attention to us, let's explore the tower. Let's go. Absolutely. Uh, so you uh, start walking around the exterior of the tower. Um, you find your way in. Inside, there is a massive circular staircase that leads off to different rooms. And, of course, at the heart of the tower, that, that is in the center, not not near the top of the tower, where uh, it is rumored Fat Chow has his own personal bagging service um, <laughs> that he uses to <laughs> transport himself a into gentler, the tower. A gentler bag. Or, or yeah. a harsher. Like how, <laughs> a faster, faster, more efficient bagging. That dude is the fastest bagger. Yeah, that might be the best way to mess with him, is to get up there and sabotage that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just turn the bag system off. Yeah. <laughs> he just teleports into the back of a TV. Them? I can breathe through these. This isn't working at all. Um, uh, the the other rooms are uh, basically you know rooms for bodyguards that sort of thing. His collections of art, um, but the crystal room is actually made of a. Like pure glass crystal. One of the crystals that don't have any sort of magical or scientific magical properties. However, you want to run this setting, folks. Um, And it can be seen from any room in the tower. Uh, the, The problem with that is being made out of solid crystal, it is impossible to sneak into. It is impossible uh, to have the folks in there, Fat Chow himself and his robot, which is regaling him currently, <laughs> uh, with the entire rhyme of the ancient mariner. Rhyme, rhyme the ancient of the ancient mariner. space mariner. Rhyme of the ancient <laughs> space, space mariner. mariner. That's right. Um, the rhyme of the grand mariner. So it's an orange liquory sort of rhyme <laughs> uh, with a little bit of a smoky note. Um but we can see into the you crystal room. You can see room. into the crystal room, and you see uh, several crystals upon the wall. Uh, there is a red crystal. There are several white crystals, um, blue crystals, yellow crystals, and the center of it all, a black crystal. 
Now, how is the room closed off? Is there like an opening that walks into the crystal po- like an, like what am a I looking for? A porthole or, or something? Yeah. Yeah. So there is a massive crystal door that you can see through. That like uh, once you get up to the crystal floor, you can enter through that way uh, and walk right in. All I need to do is get that door open, guys, and then I can just teleport the crystal into an adjacent room. All right. Here's what's going to happen. Someone needs to go 20 feet to the left of where that black crystal is. Not you, because you need to shoot it. Yeah, and everyone knows that only I can shoot this gun. Exactly. It's your gun. That's true. And you paid for it, so obviously it's, I'm not going to take it from you. It's to you. Of course I paid for it. Because you wouldn't want somebody picking up a gun they hadn't paid for in your libertarian paradise no, to be able to God, use it. No, no that's, that's, yeah. that's madness. That's against everything I stand for. Yeah, I have never not paid for any of the things I own. That doesn't even make sense to me. Anyway, would you stand about 19 feet from that door? <laughs> By the way, I forgot uh, in the mail the other day, the bill for your mother's love came. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it <yeah>. is steep. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you went with the full package Man, on I, that. I didn't buy a few more, steal a few more crystals, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're running low. I'm just saying. Uh, so, so I'm so I'm a little. I'm trying to visual this. So, is it at the top of the tower? Is it one of the rooms? It's in of the, the center rooms? of the tower. Oh, okay. So, from the top of the tower, from the bottom of the tower, all the rooms around the tower. If they're in that grand foyer around the staircases, you can see it. Can see it. Mm, yes. All right. So well, I, I think I have an idea. I'm all ears. We'll go confront Fat Chow, and whether I live or die, that will give you the distraction to steal the crystal. Wow. He so believes in your dream of having a concert. <laughs> That's no, exactly no, I really, I'm, I really want to kill Fat Chow. That's kind of my thing. But no, but I believe in your dream also of your concert. I, I uh, need you to be there, so don't you die on me. I don't intend on it, but I'm willing to risk it. That seems like a good plan to me. So, uh, well, people will probably be shooting at me, so I should probably just walk on those. Run books. right down the outside wall. Exactly. <laughs> I do have this spiffy cape, though. I'm coming up with a plan. Not a good plan, but a plan. <laughs> it's better than no plan. So, I think actually the the thing that we'll need to do is is follow follow you into the crystal chamber where where Fat Chow is is. So, is he with us in the crystal chamber in theory? So, so he yeah like what. What happened? The the robot left you guys outside that door to wait and for the robot to return and bring you into the crystal chamber to meet with Fat Chow. Right. But so the black crystal's in there with him. The back, black crystal is in there with him, along with uh, some of the other more famous or notorious crystals that his family holds. This is what I would say. Then in that case, you guys steal the crystal first, and I will cover your escape by attempting mm-hmm. to kill Fat Chow. Or we wall ourselves up in the crystal room and teleport him out of it. The problem is, if somebody teleports into that crystal room, they will see it because it is transparent. Oh, yeah. No, no, I get it. We, sh- we should go in as our three salesmen, and then you grab the crystal. As everyone's like, crystal thieves, I will then attack Fat Chow, and they will go, forget the crystal, protect Fat Chow. That will let you guys get out with the crystal, and I will deal with escaping somehow. I appreciate your sacrifice. Oh, no, I have a cunning plan. I don't think it's a sacrifice. I think you have a noble and interesting plan. I appreciate your noble and interesting sacrifice. I will, uh, I'm going to make brave and heroic choices. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, there we go. Brave and heroic choices, legally distinct from brave and heroic decisions. Yes. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Campaign owns the word decisions. Yeah, and no, that's why one shot Tristan can't time use it. one over. <laughs> legally distinct. Legally distinct. So after you guys are done scouting... Um, uh, because you decided as your plan to just meet him under the pretenses that you had already constructed. You have to rush quickly out of the tower, back into the front of the door where the robot is waiting for you. You're all breathing heavily as the robot opens the door. We're just uh, enjoying the fine prepaid flowers. Mm. This, 
surprisingly little oxygen at this altitude. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, well, you, you can be provided with oxygen for five units if you... No, that's uh, good. We're going to... Wait. Yes. I would like two oxygen tanks, please. Yes, I'd like several tanks of oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What a run on oxygen. They'll be so pleased. Does the price increase as we buy them? Is there a bulk, there a bulk discount? <laughs> Uh, I, I, so I think you, you, how, how many oxygen tanks are we asking for here? Uh, two each. We don't, two each. Yeah, two don't each. want to seem crazy. Don't want to seem crazy. Yeah. Just one in case it runs out quickly or yes. something like that. So yeah. I don't want to get unba- imbalanced. I might get a sciatica or lumbago if I don't carry two of them equally. So it's, it's just 30 units worth of oxygen tanks that you purchase. And, I have 170 uh, units on me. Here are 30 units. Yeah, just tossing out units left and right. Um, and you well, begin. Once you get a crystal, leaving the units behind, my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you exactly, exactly. It's all yeah. Spend money to make money mm-hmm. to buy guns with. to unite the cosmos yep. and song. Yep. Um, to buy guns to unite the cosmos and song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you begin ascending the staircase, um, and as you ascend, the tension builds. Um, sweat starts beating on your forehead. You know that soon you are going to be face-to-face with the man who shot you, with the man who thought he killed you. Um, you feel so close to this crystal. You know that this crystal is the key to concerts, um, that the first publicly listenable concert in probably hundreds of years before the libertarian revolution. And of course, you know that should fat chow die, there will be a good number of guns that will be bequeathed to different people in his family. That means that guns will be in new hands that have never even held guns. Fat chow is a man who has a lot of illegitimate children running around. Also gang war. Oh yeah. And you know what you need for that? It's guns. You know what you fill a power vacuum with? Guns. That plugs it right up. You also you also said that about the wall. <laughs> also, since I don't know really, of anything outside of for this one island, I'm pretty sure that getting everyone to my concert counts as uniting the cosmos and song. There yeah, we go. Probably. <laughs> the known cosmos, at least. <laughs> the known cosmos. I should really add there's that a, word. There's a theory <laughs> that we can travel to the stars, but there have been experimenting with the banking process for that. It's, it's just so <laughs> really, really bad. Real it's not rough. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Once you see the ring, you get where you're going in about 15 light years. <laughs> Oh, boy. So, yeah, you, you ascend and you are brought in front of the magnificent crystal door uh, that is adorned with uh, Fat Chow's uh, insignia, which is, God, it's something super corporate. It's like, and it's an F and a P in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just super streamlined, super pared down and corporate. It's exactly the thing that you, it's got the, all the imagination you would imagine coming from libertarians. Um, so it's just a box with an F and a P. In it's, it. it's a box with an F and a P. Yeah. Sans yeah. serif. For the record, yeah. neither of those stands for chow. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly specific. Yeah. Chow starts with a P. It's just silent. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so Fat Pachow. Fat Pachow. <laughs> it's his marketing department real, really pitched it on him, really forced <laughs> it on him. Um, so that slides open along with a bunch of other locks and whatnot, and you are ushered into the crystal room. Um, there with a snifter of brandy <laughs> and a, what's, was he petting a, a wolfhound? A wolfhound, yes. yes. A dependable wolfhound. A dependable wolfhound, uh, <laughs> is Fat Chow, who, who turns to face you all. 
Welcome to the inner chamber, see? I'm so glad you boys could make it so early. I do want to get this gun deal resolved. Of course, everyone wants to get guns resolved as quickly as possible here. Well, I'm I'm glad that you brought that up, see, because I've had some problems with the way the gun syndicate has been operating. Now, which one of you is a negotiator? I'm the negotiator. You look like you've got a familiar face. Feel like I've seen you around somewhere before. Mr. Chow, if, if you don't mind, while you're conducting your negotiations, we're just going to take a quick tour of your fabulous and uh, definitely very imposing and power-suggesting crystal room. Ah, you want to see my powerful crystal room? Go right ahead. You can see all the crystals. Looking at you in the face, know that that's the power of Chow. That's what you're negotiating with, negotiator. I'm a little unclear on the power of the black crystal. Ah, you want to know about the black crystal, eh? Well, I suppose we have some time before the meeting starts for me to tell a story. You must have seen my zombie guardsmen. Yeah, we saw them. Yeah. Yes, when we were admitted to the castle with our full identities verified by your very (laughs) excellent crew. So we entered without any suspicious activity in any way, shape, or form. We bypassed those zombie guards. I know how my security system works. There's no need to tell me how efficient they are. Shoot, he's not a chatty Cathy bot. <laughs> the, uh, the black crystal. That's, that's when we get questions about a lot. I like to tell that story for that reason. Uh, black crystal doesn't work like the other crystals. They usually imbue people with powers. Change them. The black crystal imposes itself on you. Should I have any of you touch the black crystal, you'd lose yourself. Some say to otherworldly forces. I've heard a lot of screams of people who've betrayed me, who've touched the black crystal as they've lost themselves and become my guards, immune to any force or reason. They only seek to destroy until there remains nothing of themselves or their target. That is a terrifying tale. Now, it would be even more terrifying if touching the crystal worked all the way through, say, for example, a jacket that was wrapped around it hastily. Well, then, of course, you'd know uh, any crystal that comes in contact with an inanimate object has a chance of making of a golem. And uh, I'm sorry, that's my phone. Excuse me. Let me let me silence that real quick. Okay. Hey, all right. There we go. We're back. We're back. Yes, yes. Now, most crystals only bond with certain sediments, certain uh, certain rocks and minerals. The black crystal can bond with anything, which is, as you can see, it is suspended through a magnetic field afforded to me by the power of these two red crystals here. I don't know why I'm telling you this part. <laughs> That's, uh, I assume it's just because it, it really magnifies my respect for your, your great power. And, and uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I feel like we're all feeling it. Your virility. <laughs> I was going to make you roll, but that's like so naked and out there that of course that works. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Everybody here who feels a little bit like less of a man by being in his presence, raise your hand. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, it's yeah. unanimous. It's unanimous. <laughs> Well, I feel exactly as I'm supposed to feel going into negotiation. That's completely confident, like I've emasculated my opponents. So, yes, uh, enjoy viewing my crystals. Uh, well, we'll definitely do that, sir. May I say, your sweat smells better than I make money. <laughs> Excuse me. So, uh, with that, uh, Fat Chow turns his focus to you. Now, I said that I've seen your face before. That's the thing about Fat Chow. He never forgets a face. And you do seem awfully familiar. So forgive me if I don't remember your name. But you're not the regular negotiator, are you? No. I've come to negotiate... Vengeance! What? <laughs> well, that's one of our best sellers. <laughs> the Vengeance Gun. No. Yeah. Uh, at that point, I will step out of the field of the hologram that he is projecting mm. and reveal myself. Uh, and then, uh, since we're just Captain Blood's the theme, just going to take one of the uh, oxygen tanks, take the hubris blade, smash the top of the valve, and toss it into the fireplace. Oh, As was mentioned boy. earlier. Let, let it be known that it's the moment he decides to step out of the hologram field. It's not because I stopped quietly playing the song. No, no, there's still a hologram. <laughs> it's because right yeah. I play a dramatic sting. Yeah. Thank you, Dusty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, so a lot of things are happening here. You are going to have to roll for throwing that oxygen tank into the fire because it's not that it won't happen. It's that it can either go good for you or it can go very, very bad. That's like a a plus one when you stand up for yourself. Oh, yeah, that's definitely definitely standing up for yourself. I've been rolling well, so let's see. Oh, Oh, no, no. It's a very good failure. You rolled the three, right? Uh, But plus one. No, no, I rolled the two. Oh, boy. So, yes. So that could have been worse. (laughs) Mm. But it definitely could have been better. So I'm going to say this causes an explosion. The oxygen tank, like, fires through the wall, shattering... Uh, the walls. Exactly my plan. (laughs) The walls of this crystal room. The walls where the crystals were suspended. So the crystal, the walls shatter and the crystals are currently in free fall, all of them hurtling towards the ground. Um, while the crystal floor is still intact. Uh, with that, uh, like you, you can't hear anything. It's one of those movie moments where it's just the ringing and silent uh, mm-hmm. mouths moving. Uh, as Fat Chow prompts his wolfhound to lunge itself towards Val Tristantine, the hungry mouth of this cybernetic—it's never gonna happen for me. <laughs> it's never gonna happen for me. How about if I just throw Kale Walla at him and see if he goes nuts? But that's the already trying to murder it's you. It's already a murder dog. Like, what can a murder dog what, get more murdering? Murder you harder. Well, no, he's murder ordering you to so murder hard us. You teleport. There was a one in six chance it would turn around and try to murder him. Oh, there we right. go. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good point. So it, it, it hurtles towards you. Um, what do you do to try to get away from it? I don't try to get away from it. I draw my hubris blade because Ooh. it's such a bad idea. My hubris blade is even more powerful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I initiate the dance of the dog fight in my multifacic boots. Based Man, on what ancient, a great setting. But based on an ancient, ancient dog fighting dance ritual uh, known to our people. 
So, the, Mi- uh, the Michael Vickians. Yes. Yeah. The Michael Vickians. Oh, man. It's dark. <laughs> wow, that's dark. That's not quite as dark as the Batman, but it's, it's there. It's still around there. It's in oh, the area. I will engage this uh, cybernetic wolfhound in deadly combat with my uh, flashing blade and dashing cape while my compatriots figure out a way to get these crystals out of here. Great. I'm going to grab me some red crystal. I was going to say, I'm going to make, as, as the wall shatters around me, I'm going to make a heroic dive to grab crystals. I don't care what color. I, w- I would like, if if it's amenable to you, the DM, mm-hmm. to roll randomly to see what manner of crystal I grab. I believe that is very amenable to me. <laughs> I am going to bring up the crystals. I believe that there are probably just a few more than six crystals. And really, so many horrible things can happen with these so, crystals. Yeah. So many things. I just want to make the only thing I'm making sure here is that I don't grab the black one. I'm trusting that it's hidden in a magnetic field. Yeah, you know what? See, I think the black one's make... in play. Because yeah, no, <laughs> the red crystals were powering it. Yeah, so yeah. The he said the red, the red crystal was doing the magnetic field. That's why I'm going for a red crystal first. You know the red crystals are corruption crystals, right? Maybe, or maybe it's a lie. <laughs> I'm I'm betting on it's a blurf. Well, they do, right. they do provide power. Oh, yeah, there are six crystals. So this is perfect. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I, the only difference, I'm going to put the black on the one, um, but otherwise it's going to go one, two, three, four, five, six on this little crystal chart that they have here in the book uh, for those who are paying attention at home and playing along with us. So make your roll for crystals. Actually, it's more dramatic since you are specifically trying to avoid the black crystal and going for a specific crystal. Let's have you roll first because you don't have a chance of getting a black crystal. It's either. Right. Here we go. I got a one. I would oh. like to be luckier than that. There we go. There you go. Oh, being lucky. Okay, let's roll that again. Two. That's still not good. Still that's twice now. That power has failed you. Yeah. Okay, so you dive. Yeah, he's not overpowered. No. Yeah. You dive for the crystals, which sends you hurtling over the edge into into the, like this like huge plummeting I, I have no idea how many stories up but like we're going to be bullet timing this fight anyway <laughs> so you go towards this red crystal you can see it but it's hard to get through all the shards of the the quartz glass that shattered or earlier you reach out and your hand pulls back a gray enslavement crystal <laughs> it does what <laughs> Oh, boy. Aren't we all excited to learn about the gray? Hey, if nothing else, it pays for a concert. (laughs) Let's see. Upon being... Let's see. Upon being imposed upon a non-sentient mass, it creates... Oh, that's a golem. Okay. uh, Sentient creatures become enthralled to the master of the crystal, but with enhanced deductive powers and decision-making skills. Um, the creature also goes into a, catac- a catatonic state if not given instructions. So, right now, this crystal is playing at your mind. Uh, the, the crystal is even more horrible, um, because I know the rest of the description involves that over the course of a year, you biologically change into a being that cannot exist without commands. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's like one of those like horrible role-playing facts Like that's only can come from role-playing books. Right. Uh, so uh. you have this gray crystal, which is now trying to impose its will on you. Now, as we have shattered the wall of this, yes. 
Who's the master of the crystal at this point? Oh, boy. What an interesting question. Are you trying to gain mastery over this crystal before you fall to the ground? I am attempting to impose my will on this crystal to become its master. There we go. Oh, five. Five. There we go. Uh, It's not a perfect success, which means it takes you some time. You are now merely two stories above the ground as you have the, the crystal glows with a resonance recognizing you as its master. Uh, of course, now we have to turn over here. You've got a one in six chance of touching the black crystal or, <laughs> hey, one of the better crystals to touch. Maybe another gray crystal. That sounds terrible, but I already made the decision. So here we go. Yes, Black Crystal. <laughs> That's Black Crystal, baby. <laughs> can, can I use my luck on him? Uh, we never established that you couldn't. Well, I feel like that's fair. All right, yeah. go ahead and knock off a lock point. Let's see what we get. Two. Two. <laughs> hey, two's not bad. It's just a random different crystal. Two, yeah. Two is the yellow crystal. Yellow crystal states that um, in sentient creatures, it attaches to the torso... I love that it specifies that. <laughs> and grants ten times the physical abilities while granting immunity from all diseases. Oh, man. I wow. wonder if the ennui that turns me into a zombie of the black crystal counts as a disease. I'm about to find out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you still have to wrestle with that crystal. So now having ten times your own physical abilities, you can see the black crystal tumbling towards the floor. You know if it touches the ground, it will bond with the ground and create a golem uh, out of the ground. And you might have to fight a giant castle in order to get that crystal back. All right. Well, uh, since I have ten times my physical abilities, Mm -hmm. I will run away from the crystal. Well, you're falling through the air right now. So that would take quite a... Because the walls shattered, you guys had to dive over the edge after these crystals. All right. Uh... Let's see. How can I make this work without killing myself? <laughs> That's Very what carefully. I ask myself every day when I wake up. All right. I'm going to ten, I'm going to make a crazy... Because I have ten times my usual physical ability, I believe that means I probably also have ten times my usual dexterity and acuity. Absolutely. Any physical ability. I am going to take K.O. Walla and hurl him away from me. Right. And if I can't hurl him directly at the crystal, that's okay. Uh, but I will try. No, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. The only thing that we have to worry about. Oh, is it infecting him or? <laughs> oh, it's gonna yes! try and kill me. <laughs> yeah, but but you throw it away, so it's murderous and in midair, going away from you. <laughs> Once it gets that black crystal, it's gonna be a real problem for everybody. But yeah, right, so so yeah, now we just need to see if you are able to hurl it directly at the at this black crystal. Okay. Uh, let's see. That's an. <laughs> I want to take count that as an agile, but whatever. It's a five. There we go. That's definitely an agile. I'd okay. Say. That, that pumps yeah. it up to six, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you take Kaowala, and in that instant, you you've thrown Kaowala hundreds of times before because mm-hmm. that's what you have to do as an adventurer. But in that moment, you feel it. You can feel something change within Kaowala. <laughs> you know that Kaowala is now murderous, oh. and the robot that was once your loyal friend and companion. Is that no longer? Um, you hurl it away from it does, yourself. It does fade, by the way, after a while. I don't just go fully he, murderous. He'll, he'll need a hard reboot. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
there's a little like if you can catch it <laughs> and you got like a pen yeah. you just like gotta put it in there for 10 seconds just need an unfolded paper clip and for him to stop murdering me for like a second <laughs> Uh, so with that, we have K.O.A. hurtling through the air towards the Black Crystal. Let's go back up to the platform where there you are about to try and cut down a giant wolfhound. Yes, with my hubris sword, mm-hmm. where I basically power it by going, this is no challenge at all. I've been waiting for my vengeance for years. Bring it on, cybernetic dog. All right, make your roll for that. Don't betray me, one-shot die. Oh, a two. A two. Uh, standing up for myself, a three. Three. Okay, so it's a, it's a failure, but it's not as bad as it could have been. Yeah. Uh, so you misjudge your swing, and the jo- the the dog clamps down onto your arm after you've swung your sword. Uh, it causes you to drop the blade. Uh, the dog starts shaking its head, bringing you to the ground. You again reach for the sword um, and put it back in your hand. Uh, the fat chow answers his cell phone <laughs> as um, he watches you get torn apart by his dog. Uh, however, your hubris never went away. Just because a blade left your hands, this is all part that he answers his cell phone. Again, he's like going through Tinder right now. <laughs> and he's, you Plus know, these guys are dead. I'm going to need a little relief. Exactly. Uh, swiping, swiping right, swiping left on a couple people. Yeah. Um, you no, I just, I, I'm not losing my hubris. This is just a dramatic setback. This is only to make my victory more sweet. Yeah. You. Bring the hubris blade down on the on the wolfhound's neck, uh, causing it to bleed out and die. But your arm is s- severely injured, and it was your main sword arm. You <sighs> now face Fat Chow, the man who would have killed you, but your good arm is injured. Well, I see you've made quick work of my wolfhound. I can say you won't be as lucky for me, because I've got guns. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Just falling into the abyss. Yeah! Oh, those are useful guns. Guns that are thumb locked like every other gun in our libertarian paradise. Hamster one, lock those guns. Oh, please tell me this guy goes bad too. <laughs> yes! Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Do you believe in miracles? Well, at least he's murderous and small. Throw him at Fat Chow. That's <laughs> a horrible setting idea. Oh. Why now? Why now? What is it? The two time. in a row. I Man, I... Why did we both pick robots? God, it's so perfect. He's a cyborg! He's, he's at least half hamster! So, you you say that, you say that to your, your mechanical friend, but you turn, and it's normally blue eye is now red as it looks at you, and it dives... I mean, it's a hamster. What can it do? It goes at your ear and starts, like, nibbling real hard at your eardrum. I will, uh, I will trigger my multi-phasic boots. <laughs> Uh, into a tango, which ends with a lunge snap, attempting to use my momentum to hurl Hamster One at Fat Chow. Oh, perfect, perfect. Uh, definitely going to need to roll that. Oh, a there's three. a three. Plus one when you stand up for yourself. No. Didn't quite tie that into no. standing up for yourself. Uh, no, I, I do not... I do not, He's not really doing any damage, but he's certainly distracting. <laughs> so he's uh, essentially, at this point, uh, a very uh, painful uh, and gaudy uh, earring. Uh, 
It's really... Oh, don't let this fool you, Fat Joe. This is all part of my plan. <laughs> I'm totally competent. Do not be fooled. <laughs> the thing I don't understand is I feel like your face is familiar, even without that hologram, and I stand now pointing guns at you, and I definitely feel like I recognize something, but there's something about the bespectacled stranger in front of me that I don't quite connect. Who are you? <laughs> no! <laughs> glasses, glasses off. Good radio. Glasses off! <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I thought I killed you years ago in the desert. Well, you, well, you, hold on, just just I, I survived plainly, and now I'm come. Sorry, my Tinder is going crazy right now. It's just the space Tinder. That that murderous space hamster really sounds a lot like Tinder. I know it's just really annoying. I just, just really. Well, his voice box was removed, so we had to chip him to make noise. Yeah, really unpleasant. Well, but my I... vengeance is now, 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 ow. <laughs> well, let's see if you survive a second round. Get it? Because guns, yes, I'm aware. you yes, call I them get rounds? It. I get it. And... Yes, I get it. Please. You don't call right. guns rounds. <laughs> really, no, just... what, what? Inside the guns. No, just... Inside the guns. <laughs> no, I, I get it. Get was it was good. I got it. No, please. Just don't. Please. <laughs> he fires. You die with dignity. He fires. We, we, we enter bullet time as it streaks towards you. I will, uh, again, using the multiphasic boots with their rapidity and their deftness of stride, of attempt to do the kickflip of the other oxygen tank on the floor. Ooh. Ooh. Into the path of the bullet. <laughs> Man, that's dangerous. <laughs> hey, that's why you have bullet time. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> this is not going well I cannot wait. Hey! It's barely a success. I love it. So, so you kick the oxygen tank uh, comes in front of your face right before you... Because we were talking about Jackie Chan. I had the kip flip in my head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the, the tank... Uh, bubbles and combusts in bullet time, and we, we we cut to Chow's view of you, like just behind his gun. It's that super tacky first person shooter shot from the Doom movie. Um, as we uh, see the tank explode, you dash between it with your uh, hubris blade in front of you. Uh, the metal fragments uh, shatter the floor around you. There's only so much stability. You and Chow will plummet right after this stroke of your sword, but we're down to that stroke. Roll your roll your die for your blade. And I will say this is definitely me standing up for myself. This is my vengeance. Oh yeah. Three. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. You? It's okay. You're, if your if your if your eternal nemesis gets away, that's actually John, a metaphor. G- give him a re-roll. G- g- give him a re-roll. John's sitting on a mountain of re-rolls. Mountain of re-rolls. I might need these. No, you can have a re-roll. Faster. <laughs> you know, it's a libertarian paradise. Charge him for it. <laughs> this is coming out of your cut. Well, the one thing I do want to point out about the way rules as written, the re-rolls work versus the yes/no questions to the GM work. Yeah. Uh, the re-rolls only provide you those 10 re-rolls. However, the GM question specifies that each session you get a question. Oh, wow. Meaning yeah. that those re-rolls are probably it 
for your character. They oh. don't refresh. Yeah. yeah, no, I get ten, period. That'd be a real problem if we were playing a game of five shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a much less popular podcast. I know. It's, it's so long. It's, it's so, so work. Hard. It's so much work. God. <laughs> um, but you, you slash your sword. Um, for what to you is the perfect arc. This is the mastery of your blade, the uh, boots on your feet guiding you to the perfect battle pattern as you approach Fat Chow. With it, you bring all of your anger, your hatred, your wrath down upon this man who so many years ago left you bleeding out from the head to die in some miserable desert on the other end of this continent. And it's not enough. It slashes across the side of his head, giving him a scar that mirrors yours. But he laughs. He laughs in your face as the crystal floor shatters and you two plummet down, down towards a horrible abyss waiting for you at the bottom of the tower. Speaking of that abyss at the bottom of the tower... <laughs> Speaking of a horrible abyss... We have a man who has just struggled against a gray crystal to gain mastery over it and not be slave to the crystal, but be some horrible slave master instead. And we have someone who just hurled their bosom <laughs> companion, a K-Walla unit, directly at a horribly corrupting black crystal. Now, black crystals, as I read now from the book, black crystals contain the desire... Ooh, boy, this is letting a lot of spoiler uh, setting notes out there. To let the voider loose upon the universe. They whisper promises to sentient creatures uh, that bring desires for destruction and chaos. So we are at an interesting impasse because this is a robot. He's definitely sentient, but he's also made out of inanimate metal. Mm -hmm. So he definitely becomes a golem to release the voider. Uh, which, boy, you guys could have found out about if we were playing a much different game. <laughs> but he also contains all of the promise and power uh, that would be bequeathed to a sentient creature. Um, so the worst possible thing to grab this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> was the robotic quality. <clears throat> that has gone insane. However, they did prevent uh, the tower itself from becoming a golem. That is a um, good point. So... You see Kewala come into contact with it. It spins through the air, and Kewala's shiny robotic hair exterior, um, like its robotic hair falls out. It becomes like a thin robotic skeleton of its former self. Its red glowing eyes look at you with all of the hatred that can be mustered in the universe. Every ounce of computing power it has stares at you with Anger. Oh, crap, I've turned it into DR Op Bear. <laughs> <laughs> As it drops from the sky. <laughs> However, that's only part of your concern. You know that you need to get that crystal in order to complete your mission, but you also need to survive this fall. Oh, I'm going to survive the fall. I have ten times my natural athletic capacity. Well, you, you say that to yourself, but you're also looking over at your friend who and backup bandmate who is hurtling towards the ground at the same alarming speed. That is a real problem. That's true. So how are you going to recover this? Because you're right. You wouldn't need to roll to uh, survive this fall yourself. You just, uh, you just you know, hit that with your massive quads now. Yeah. No, let me ask you. Are the walls shattered around us as well? Like, is, an is the crystal central chamber exposed to the outer? Yes. yes. Okay. 
So here's how I'm going to I'm going to try my best sorry, to no, save I'm him. Sorry, wait. Are, go, are go we ahead. in a central shaft or yes, we're in a central yeah. shaft? Okay. Yeah, we're that's falling down a central shaft. I am going to get I'm going to quickly cast my unbelievable perception around the rooms to try and spot a uh, a couch or a bed or something in one of the adjoining rooms, even a big thick carpet in one of the adjoining rooms as we fall. Well, obviously there is a thick shag carpet. There's a mustard yellow shag carpet that you can see. It is space seventies. Yeah, just yeah. one floor below where you are falling to now. All right, you need to act quickly. I will apologize directly, but I'm going to turn the gun to him gangster style, so that instead of merely launching him twenty feet further towards the ground, it instead launches him to the left and onto the shag carpet. Aha! He'll be flying sideways as he comes out, skidding onto the carpet. That sounds perfect to me. You do need to aim that shot, obviously, as we... Uh, obviously. Sorry. Oh, will you... Will you uh, I'll, I'll luck that one. <laughs> oh, it's luck for me. You decided to, to, to spend a, yeah. a luck point on that <laughs> yeah, one? I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and get you what one on there. What a shock. Real generous. Hey! hey there there it is. you go. He barely <laughs> succeeds. Man, what does that mean? Barely succeeding. Okay, yeah, you you fall onto the carpet, safely onto the carpet, saving your life. However, there's a Lego in that carpet. <laughs> oh, and you no. Just, you get it. <laughs> get it really. Get this is a D4. <laughs> oh, man, I do that type of yell where you don't even make noise. <laughs> You're just... <laughs> I like stubbing a pinky toe on a bed end. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, and with that, what, what is it? What is a, how do you land? Oh, how do I land? Yeah. Well, I, of course, being unbelievably agile and dexterous, will uh, will land by doing a flip and then one of those cool superhero landings that are so bad on the Oh, knees. yeah, three-point landing. Yeah, three-point three superhero landing. <laughs> as the glass shatters or yeah, comes falls, around you. falls around me. Take my new position as a superhero instead of a dummy. And we, we cut back up uh, to in the air. Um, you, Fat Chow laughs at you as you two hurtle towards the ground, an almost certain death awaiting you. Uh, remember I mentioned the cape? Yes. It's three feet square. Do you know how much fabric you need to slow a human being at terminal velocity? I believe it's, I am about to hear that. It's three feet square. What a luck. As we plunge, I look at Fat Chow and go, the cape's not just for show. And flip the cape up and attempt to turn it into a primitive glider to at least steer me towards one of the walls where my boots can cling onto it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. oh, perfect. Uh, that is definitely a role, if I've, if I've heard one. Jesus. <laughs> uh, nothing, nothing good has come of this die. Oh, my goodness. Boy! Hey, you're standing up for yourself, though. Yeah, oh, wait, that exactly. just makes you fail less. Hey. That keeps never for show. Hey. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Might just be for show, actually. I'll give you a re-roll on that. I uh, lean out the window trying to grab onto you when there you're we falling go. down. There we go. <laughs> Maybe you should roll to try and yeah. grab him instead of letting him roll more once. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was and you grabbed the cape from him. That's what happened. <laughs> that was oh boy. <laughs> oh, this looks good on me. Ooh, this is nice. <laughs> what is this velvet? No, no wonder you like this so much. I gotta miss him. So uh he does his cool three-point landing. And you sort of like have the cape ripped from you. You're now looking up at your hapless friend who's like shrugging as he holds the cape. Do I get one last shot at putting something out here? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, tumbling away. Fat Chow still laughing. I'm going to try to do the born landing on Fat Chow. Okay. Since we're both letting reach out for him, grab him close to me, and basically go... I've always loved you. <laughs> Man, what a twist! Holy cow, we just blew the story wide open. There he is! Hey, there we go! Woo! 
roll a five and do the board landing on Fat Chow. And yeah, you you land on top of Fat Chow. Like you can feel your body break as you hit the floor. Um, but of course, it breaks on top of his. We now know your former lover, Fat Chow, sits beneath you, gasping for life. It's a lot of emotions running through you. Of course, you were driven by vengeance to punish this man for what he did to you. Because his betrayal was so deep because I loved him so much. But of course, but letting go of all of that is difficult. And there's a lot that you're going to have to sort through. But you don't have time to think of that because a murderous aspect <laughs> of the void, Koala Bot, has just landed right in front of you. It turns and screams tearing at space-time itself, bending the world around you. I do not remember being able to do that. <laughs> the scream of the void as it runs towards your face. I will attempt to, rising up from my heroic three-point landing, but still remaining more nonchalant and badass than I have ever been in my life, Oh yeah, will look up briefly, look down, smile slowly, and then stick one hand out, catching a white crystal as it falls from the sky. Aha! Then... In the same rough motion, I will hurl it like a dagger at K.O. Walla. Ooh, I love it. Man, does that call for also, a roll. by the way, I think when you, the yellow thing happened, basically your shirt tore off, so you're rocking like the sort of 70s Swedish rock star look. <laughs> right, right now, you are the Aquarian. Yeah, I'm, I'm turned into Wondar. Yeah. Oh, oh dice. That, oh, is, filthy that dice. is not cool. I'm not looking at you for a re-roll. I rolled a one, everybody. It's a one. Oh, boy. It just misses. Or yeah. something horrible. Man, does it get worse? So yeah, no, no. Here's what happens: you think you're unkillable. <laughs> you throw, you throw that that white crystal towards it, and obviously you're on the other end of your friend. So it hurls through the air, and he sits up off of Fat Chow, and it hits him right in the back of the head, <laughs> knocking him out, causing him to land right back on top of. Hey, Fat does it Chow. at least bond with him and give him superpowers? Uh, white crystals, unfortunately, the thing that you knew about white crystals are a lie. They're actually depowered red crystals, providing you no benefit. So you just hit me in the back of the head with, like, a bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> My god, I can't believe survived that fall from Fat Chow. Whack! <laughs> that guy stole my cape. And... Putting the cape on, leaving out the window. Because no, 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 it worked so well work. the first time. Why would you do that? <laughs> well, I'm farther down. It's fine. I'm going to glide onto the back of the murderous koala and shove the gray crystal into it and make it my slave. Whoa! Twist. Here we go. Sit down! Oh. One shot. Woo! Oh. Yeah, it, it happens exactly as you describe. You you touch it with the gray crystal, and the koala fights, but obviously as a robot, in addition to being one in six times programmed to be murderous, it's programmed to be servile. And five out of the six times? There's Yeah, there's there's a five out of the six times. It uh, it wants to serve you, so it, it stops, and without an order issued, just sort of stands there. This weird koala aspect of the void. <laughs> well, I think you've got a new pet. Well, I will certainly <laughs> attempt to befriend it. Here, boy. The koala looks over at you and sort of waddles over, still brimming with void energy. <laughs> oh, this is this is my new favorite pet. K.L. Walla, you're a real boy now, but, but uh, until such time as I'm sure you're safe... I'm going to carry you home in a hastily wrapped jacket. 
You take off your jacket um, as people start storming into the tower. Oh, right, um, there's other people. Guns pointed at you, yeah. <laughs> you do have a void-powered killing machine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. K.O., could you take care of that for me? <laughs> K.O., um, those guys. <laughs> So we, we, we cut to like a cartoon scene of like, you know, the basic children's movie of stunt actors flying through the air. Smoke cloud with arms coming out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, with that, I, I believe we can make all of the logical conclusions necessary to find ourselves at the concert itself right before you guys step on stage. Um, what what has changed in that time? The the standard libertarian seventy two hours has passed. <laughs> mm -hmm. We've we've uh, shown up with not one but two crystals. But oh, actually, we could just have a million crystals if we want. We've showed up with a sack of crystals. Mm. Oh man! So you co opted all the crystals that were there, all the crystals of the Chow family. You are now one of the major players in this city in in the capital. Oh no no no! We're three. Of the major players in the oh, city. Boy. Oh boy, that challenged a lot of libertarian ideas. Uh, it did, it did. But I owed him a lot for <laughs> I, for letting me throw a crystal at the back of his head. <laughs> also, it is my controlled crystal in the murder koala, so you know. Also, my little t trip to the outback of this world has opened my eyes significantly to the concept of libertarianism and outlier versions of it that other people endure. Like, for example, I did eventually go back and pay that that seat or cedar representative, mm -hmm. but I didn't pay him as much as I thought I would have to. <laughs> so you are the first libertarian leader conclave. Or LLC that has been formed in this city. No, no golf clap. Yeah. <laughs> That's very good. Very good. Yeah. And uh, you are about to step out onto the stage uh, to play the first publicly available concert mm -hmm. that with? has been played in the walls of the city. Wait, wait is, is, is Shadowy Wind? Yeah, Shadowy Wind. Sydney's Sh there. Shadowy Wind. Shadowy Wind is is was doing the opening act, mm -hmm. and she's going to come on the stage like. Two songs into your set to be okay. a huge surprise for everybody in the concert. So as a Dana Want note, she's not all that mad at us for squishing her dad. No, because no. We, are, we established we, already. She doesn't, she doesn't like yes. him. Okay, uh, just making fact, sure. You never know. Matter of fact, that's a big, messy organization that should be run. Does, does she want to run Cindy Chow? What, the Chow family is a subsidiary of the LLC? I don't want to get involved in that power struggle. He had a lot of illegitimate children. <laughs> the important, the point. important thing is that they don't have any crystals. Yes. The other important thing is I've made sure they all have guns. Yeah, that is very important. I'm I sure. mean, that was deeply important. Yeah, to I, it's very important. To I feel me. like Everwinter at this point is just doing a fireworks show for us. <laughs> yeah, thanks to you. It's kind of nice that we're actually actually doing a concert because the streets are deep in blood. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to take people's minds off the yeah. horrible crime war yeah. we accidentally started. <laughs> All right. Well, with that in mind, I will step forward onto the stage and uh, slam into the first notes of one of our greatest hit songs. Stop. And announce to everyone that we are now $8,000. Wow. And then welcome wow. my harpist and my dancers. <laughs> I'm basically blinded one eye now, so I'm just going to trust the boots. I assume the boots are going to help me through this. Also, the void koala has replaced the hamster as the other yes, backup dancer. There we void go. Koala, at this point, known as Drop Bear 5, yeah. is, uh, is a... Solid member of the team, although he does always want to murder everything. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think I think we are we are on a long shot of the stage, like just seeing everything, and it slowly zooms in closer and closer to Keowala and to the void crystal that's on its chest. Uh, 
until everything fades out and we just see its horrible red eye and the outline of the void crystal. And that's the end of the adventure. Thanks, guys, for, well, for I, playing this fantastic, weird game. Man, <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly how the system's designed to run. That, yeah, no doubt, is 100% what they had in mind. Well, yeah, yeah to, to clear anything up for anyone listening, uh, this does uh, run in a campaign style, but very much like Lady, Lady Blackbird, this is a game meant to tell a single story. Any adventure that you have is just uh, merely a rung in that story. Uh, so you can have your own adventure uh, with this game. It's a really interesting game. We'll be providing links to that in the show notes. But seriously, guys, thank you so much for playing with me. Oh, yeah, oh it's my you. pleasure. We've been looking us, forward yeah. to doing this for years. <laughs> and I am, uh, I'm a gen fan of the show, so it's really cool that you're out here and I had a chance to be on the show. Hey, yeah. it's, it's so great to just be in a room with, with everybody. I'm like a fan of what everybody does in the recording. So... Awesome. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But don't worry. We'll be back next week with more Triniton. A huge thanks to Christian Allen for hiring us to check out this series. If you want to learn more about Triniton or pick up a copy for your own, head over to triniton.se. That's T-R-I-N-I-T-O-N dot S as in Sam, E as in Edward. If you're a game designer or a publisher and you'd like to hire OneShot to produce a series for you, send an email to gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com to inquire about our rates. A huge thanks to our guests, John Rogers and Jeff and John from System Mastery. You can check out John Rogers' current television project, The Librarians, on Hulu, and you can listen to the System Mastery podcast at systemmasterypodcast.com. Heroes, your call to action this week is to contact your representatives and voice your support for a policy that you believe in. I'll personally be voicing my support for the Affordable Care Act, specifically the provision that prevents insurance companies from denying coverage for folks with pre-existing conditions. My mother has advanced stage cancer that's currently controllable with medication. However, if she loses access to health care coverage, it's likely that she and people like her won't be able to afford the medication they need to survive. Calling your representatives is easier and more effective than you think. Together, we can save lives. One Shot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach and engage Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find new shows, try out Cinema Jaw, a film podcast where Matt Kay and Rye the Movie Guy, along with Elias Rodriguez, talk to authors, musicians, technologists, and any interesting people about their take on the movies. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. One Shot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet 
with adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Attack.